What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 25 of the Big Fly Pod with your co-hosts, Kyle May, Christian Myers, and Ty Lewin. Excited to kind of recap what's been going on here so far through around 20 games through the season, along with going over some of the big series that we saw here this past weekend, as we did an episode, of course, on Wednesday. Um, and then we're going to look towards the following weekend. This is kind of what we're going to be doing here uh, over the course of the season, hopefully sprinkling in some interviews and trying to talk as much baseball as we can, even maybe going in the ranks of fantasy baseball. Um, unfortunately, I uh, took an L today in both my leagues. Um, shake your head if you want, Christian, it's fine. Uh, after saying your team didn't draft well, yet you're 3-0. Um, but that's besides the point. So why don't we why don't we circle back and check in with our co-hosts? I'm gonna start with Kyle because I'm pissed at Christian. But Kyle, how are we doing? Doing good, man. Uh, yeah. When we last talk Wednesday, not much changed since then. Uh, got a big birthday coming up. I got the I got the big two seven cone tomorrow, so that's exciting. Um, wow. Yeah. So we get to drop this on your birthday. Have you told like everyone about this or? I'm not. Might have to post it on the on the Instagram, you know. Post that post okay. the Instagram story or something, you know. Okay. Get the, get the followers knowing. Well, happy birthday, brother. Appreciate that, brother. Happy birthday. Uh let's turn it over to uh Christian. What's up, man? Nothing. We're good. Kyle, happy birthday. I just hey, got nice. playoff hockey going. We're in full swing with that. So what is what game do you have on right now? Is it Oilers Kings? Oilers Kings, yep. Who won the Minnesota-Dallas game? Um, I think Dallas. This has been, honestly, would love to recap the NHL playoffs because this has been absolutely insane. Like Austin Matthews and uh, what's his name um, from Tampa Bay, yeah. Stamkos, like looks absolutely insane. So, but let's talk baseball. Let's talk baseball, guys. Um, going over the, <laughs> going over the uh, big series this past weekend, uh, the Dodgers took three of four from the Cubs at Wrigley. Uh, James Altman and, and Max Muncy really came alive. Um, Max Muncy now either leads or is tied with the home run lead across the MLB. Uh, thankful, thankful that we have Wrigley Field to provide that for him, uh, along with James Altman, who's going to be an absolute stud, who's another guy coming out of the Dodgers farm system. That's going to be unbelievable. What a shocker. Uh, Houston sweeping the Braves in Atlanta. Houston came back to win an all into. Came back to win in each game uh, in this last game here on Sunday. We're down two going into the eighth, scored five in the uh, top of the eighth and top of the ninth uh, to secure their sweep in Atlanta. A big, big series win for them as they got off to sort of a slow start. San Diego taking three of four from the D-backs in the desert. Uh, San Diego, of course, brought Fernando Tatis back. Tatis absolutely hit a nuke off Merrill Kelly. Um, that team looks absolutely stacked. They're rolling into Chicago and into Wrigley, um, not tomorrow, but before, on Tuesday. Uh, and I'm praying that the Cubs can at least uh, get a series win there. And then, of course, Toronto takes a series, two out of three in the Bronx. Shocking that a brawl didn't happen in this series. Did you guys watch this series at all? I didn't catch any of it. No, I saw some highlights, but I didn't. I didn't see what well, was storylines with. Guys getting beamed or what? Rizzo was about to fight Vladimir Guerrero Jr., which is kind of a weird fight. I think it's kind of a weird fight. It's yeah. Weird fight. I don't know. There's a, I feel like there's been bad blood between those two teams over the last couple of years now. Just kind of keeps uh, keeps kind of building up. Yeah. It's 
it's definitely something. And of course, both those teams fighting for the ALEs title this year and looking very legit. Um, I, I definitely will keep my eye, eye out on for that series, but Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Stepping up big time for them as well. The couple of player storylines from the past weekend, Adoles Garcia, three home run game. Um, did not provide me enough for my fantasy baseball wins, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, other performances across the board, Garrett Cole still looks unbelievable. Um, his he's dropped down to a four, he's got it down to a 0.79 ERA, uh, just and second behind Otani. Um, absolutely dialed in right now, so that's exciting to see from the if you're a Yankee fan. Um, but really, overall, the baseball has started to kind of maybe have a little bit of a swing from the first 20 games that we saw. Um, did you fellows catch any other series or anything or any players this past weekend that kind of stood out for you? Admittedly, I did not watch none of baseball this weekend. Um, you know, since the last time we talked, I watched a little bit Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, Saturday, and today I was busy most of the day. So didn't catch most of those weekend series, unfortunately. Yeah, I tuned in for a couple games, but didn't watch, you know, multiple games in one series and just had a few going at a time. Um, so watched Hunter Green today, him and Vince Velasquez duel it out. And oh, yeah, Velasquez had like 10K or something today, didn't he? Something crazy. He had, yeah, he had good numbers. He's living yeah. up to all the hype in that hype video that they put out for him <laughs> when they signed him. At least today he was. And then I watched um, – I watched that Braves and Astros game, which was another good pitching duel. And then um, what else did I tune into over the weekend? Saw a little bit of the Rocks and Phillies um, as well, which wasn't anything worth noting. Shout out Wheeler for absolutely dialing it in for three innings and then almost losing the game up. I think they were up three and somehow just started walking the entire lineup. Um, that's, I mean, I was catching a lot of baseball this weekend just cause I was in two major, major fantasy battles. Uh, one against one of our co-hosts here on the show. We don't have to talk about that, but definitely, uh, definitely struggling here as I went on to, uh, potentially on three in my other league. So I, I don't even know why I've talked. I don't know why I have a baseball podcast, um, uh, based on my fantasy baseball record, but it's, it's besides the point. Let's look at the first 20 games through fellas. Um, we're going to go over MVP so far, Cy Young, most surprising team, most disappointing team. Um, Kyle, let's start with you. Who's your MVP so far? You want both leagues? I want just one. Pick one. You want, you want just one. Okay. I just want one for the MLB. Okay. Um, I mean, this guy was kind of a hot commodity beginning of the year, uh, MVP candidate. Otani, um, the guy's just shoving on the mound. He's doing pretty good on the, on the plate, around the plate, too. He's had like five bombs already. He's in like 260-something. Um, so two-way player, he's doing it, doing it on both sides, both sides of the ball, hitting and pitching. So Shohei is my front the early MVP. Yeah, I got Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, of course, had an injury plague year last year, leader in hits so far, stolen bases, top ten in OPS. Of course, Atlanta being the top of the ALE, or excuse me, the NL East. But with that, obviously getting swept this past weekend, you still saw Acuna across the board. Obviously. Um, contributing in many different ways. Uh, I just foresee once they get Michael Harris back, I can foresee that them really taking off because I think that they're really struggling right now to kind of find who's going to be able to uh, fulfill that. Christian, what about you? I I also had Acuna. 
um, who's just, I mean, playing really, really, really well right now. And, you know, top, top two or top three and all of those major stats uh, that you need on the kind of on the MVP uh, track, since it's mostly going to be a position player winning. So for all the same reasons that you said, I, I also had Acuna as my pick. What about Cy Young, Kyle? What do you got? Uh, Gurkhol, um, 4-0, 0.79 ERA in five games pitched, 34 innings, 0.79 whip. Um, the guy is just living up to the contract that he got. Really being that pitcher that the Yankees need, the Yankees paid him for. Um, he's just dominating in the mound. Not really much, much else to say. That's who I got. Yeah. If, if Cole continues it, because I had him down as my top pick, I I don't see how anyone's going to beat him out for the Cy Young, especially, or obviously the AL Cy Young, uh, but just overall has been incredibly dominant. One guy that a lot of people just, unfortunately, I feel like with DeGrom, it's at a point now where it's like anything people hear, people think he's done for the year. And it just seems like that's been his entire career where they hear one little thing. Of course, injuries have plagued his career, but when you think about it, it's like, I think I heard something the other day, they had tightness in his back and everyone was freaking out that he thought they were done, that he was going to be done for the season. He's leading the league in strikeouts. Uh, he's dealing on the mound. The Rangers are in first place. This is not a guy that's going to be going away. I have him right now just because of the expectations going in because of the contract he got and leaving New York and all these things. He has lived up to the hype. I got Jacob DeGrom. Christian, who do you got? Yeah, I had Garrett Cole as well. So for just sake of picking another person, my April Cy Young is Marcus Stroman, who, again, a sub one ERA has been throwing, throwing the ball actually pretty well in his first, uh, first four starts, only given up a couple earned runs this whole month. And the way that, that he's looked, I mean, even today against the Dodgers, you know, he, he looked all right. So just for, you know, for podcast purposes and because it's only, we're only doing an April Cy Young, I'm going with the Stroh show. Yeah. He's been unbelievable. Um, unfortunately today, you know, the Cubs didn't put up enough runs for him uh, to give him the opportunity to kind of give up a little bit. Mookie hit a two run uh, bomb off of him. Uh, and then Muncie, of course, and JD Martinez, who also killed me in fantasy baseball. Not going to talk about that. Um, Really, uh, Stroman has just been incredible, especially for the Cubs, and has been an ace for us so far. And hopefully that continues. And unfortunately, we get you know you play the Dodgers in seven games. Uh, it's hard to win that series, and unfortunately, they went three and four in that series. But again, Stroman has been unbelievable. Most surprising team so far, uh, Kyle. Who's yours? I got the Pittsburgh Pirates, currently leading the NL Central by half a game. Um, I think nobody really expected this team to be this far over 500 this early into the season. Can it hold up? Who knows? It's only April, but so far, I mean, they're playing really well. Um, they're hitting really well. Their pitching has been really well as um, also they put the White Sox like, earlier in the season. And uh, during that series, I thought the White Sox were just playing crappy, but Pirates got some dogs. They got they some guys who are producing. So out there, top of the NL Central, um, nobody expected it. So that's my surprising team so far. Yeah, the Pirates have been unbelievable. And it's going to be really interesting. We're going to talk about a series they have coming up. Uh, here in a little bit that can really prove if they really are, um, you know, a, a potential candidate to to win the NL Central because it's sort of up for grabs. 
uh, through what it looks like so far. Um, on my side of things, I'm going to go with the D-backs because I personally think, one, maybe because I live out here now, that you start to hear about the hype more and actually people going to games. Um, but with being, you know, while they're only 12 and 11, and, may, and maybe, maybe people will look at that and say, why would that be your most surprising team? The fact that they're able to lead uh, the division at this point with the lineup and everybody that they have, also DFAing uh, Madison Bumgarner, you kind of didn't expect this to come about so quickly. Now, do I see them dropping off a little bit? Yes. But Zach Allen the other night shut out against the Padres, um, you know, 9 nothing win. Uh, this team's got some guys. And, of course, from the lineup side of things and some guys that are eventually uh, going to be coming up here during the season, uh, this is definitely a team to watch out for. And the uh, NL West is a lot of fun right now. Christian, what about you? Uh, I'm going to go with the Texas Rangers as a surprising team here. They're sitting at a 14 and seven clip through, through today uh, leading, leading the AL West. And I think a lot of people kind of had them, you know, plugged as a team that will be pretty good. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't buy into it too much too early. Um, and the way that they've been playing, I mean, they, they look, as good as all the signings that they've made the last couple of years. Um, so I'm surprised that they're sitting at the top of that division with such a hefty lead on it right now. But um, even though it's so early, that's the team that I've been the most surprised about. Right on. Most disappointing team so far, Kyle. Yeah. So previous pods, we've talked about my white Sox. Uh, they've been very disappointing this year, but for sake of picking another team and not, harping on the White Sox over the last couple episodes. Let's go with the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, they were kind of expected to take this NL Central crown. They're sitting right now at 9-13. and 13, Really haven't gotten going. Um, their lineup hasn't gotten going. A lot of guys are slumping in the middle of that order. Um, you know, that 3-4-5 look on they're supposed to be, you know, one of the best in the league. Haven't quite got going. Um, same thing on the mound. So disappointing so far. Long season. They're only four games under. So who knows what it'll look like in September. Um, but for now, I got the Cardinals. Yeah, I had the Cardinals as well, but um, if you're looking across the league, it's kind of tough, like, because, you know, some teams are are disappointing, but they're not necessarily too far out from being atop of the division. But yeah. from my standpoint, with teams that are pretty much fully healthy and not really taking advantage of the opportunity to get a head start in April, I'm actually going to go with the Seattle Mariners, 10 and 12 on the year. Um, four and a half back of the Texas Rangers now. Uh, a team that, for you know, while people look at it and go, that's a really exciting team, of course, having uh, Luis Castillo at the top of that rotation, who's been absolutely unbelievable. Another AL Cy Young candidate to watch out for. Uh, this team has not been able to beat some of these teams like the Cardinals uh, and be able to prove that they are going to be coming out uh, strong for the start of the year. So, I would say the Mariners. Now I may regret that pick in two weeks, but I think right now that's definitely going to be who I'm looking at. Christian, what about you, bro? Um, I mean, I think most of these teams have kind of played to where we kind of thought they would uh, outside of the two that you guys named already. But mm -hmm. if I have to pick one that is kind of disappointing, I think it's the um, San Francisco Giants who are seven and 13 through this month. I think they have, like, I mean, a really good starting rotation for sure and a pretty good back end of their bullpen. Um, 
but their lineup has been a little bit disappointing. I mean, they've had some guys, you know, that were kind of unexpected who have stepped up a little bit to make waves up there. But some of the people that I think everybody thought was going to be really going off and having good years, I don't think we've necessarily seen it out of them yet. And for them to be at where they're at right now, just with the first month record is a little bit disappointing in my opinion. Yeah. Great breakdown boys. Uh, looking at the series to watch this week, starting earlier in the week, Houston versus Tampa Bay in Tampa. Can Houston take the momentum that they had with that three, uh, three game sweep in Atlanta and roll now into Tampa uh, and be able to take on the hottest team in baseball. I still believe um, Tampa Bay is the uh, still undefeated at home. If I'm correct. And so this is definitely going to be a series that can Houston start to really propel themselves to where they can get themselves in a good position, get Altuve back, and they're uh, going to be looking to really take advantage and come back there on the Rangers. White Sox versus Blue Jays in Toronto Monday to Wednesday. While Kyle may not want to talk about them, uh, the Sox are still an intriguing team, of course. Obviously, with the rotation and the bullpen right now is not looking as as good as probably as is as expected but if you can go into uh, toronto win two of three now you set yourself up for a big series of course that upcoming weekend against him uh, against tampa bay dodgers versus the pirates in pittsburgh tuesday to thursday this is the big series that i think a lot of people are going to be looking out for uh dodgers went into wrigley of course and went uh and won three of four uh but now with them going to pittsburgh Pittsburgh has an opportunity to prove are they actually here and ready to win uh, this year against a uh, against a team that's kind of starting to get some momentum going there. Uh, now Mookie Betts is a shortstop, so that's where the Dodgers are at. Atlanta versus the Mets Friday to Sunday. Of course, the big series we had last year and came down to the wire to win the NL East. That's going to be an amazing matchup as Atlanta looks to get some momentum back. And the Mets sort of in this weird position right now uh, to overtake the AL East and move forward, but definitely going to be an intriguing series there. Finally, Yankees versus Rangers, like we talked about with the Pirates. Can the Rangers now prove uh, that they are a team to watch out for? The Yankees coming in, into town Friday to Sunday. Um, right now, matchups for that series. Let's see here. Right now, it looks uh, still, still to be decided. Um, but, I mean, if we get DeGrom versus Cole or, you know, uh, Nathan Abaldi versus Nestor. I mean, some of these matchups that a lot of people will be looking out for. Um, excuse me, that will be big matchups to something weekend. Fellas, any of those stand out to you? Um, I've got one more matchup to toss in, actually, that I really like this week, and that's the Phillies and the Mariners that are two teams with high expectations that have kind of underperformed a little bit up till this point. So to see which one of those teams kind of kicks it into gear – and gets back on track maybe would be um, another good one to keep an eye on. I'm really looking forward to that uh, Yankees-Rangers series. You kind of touched on, you know, can the Rangers prove that they can stay at the top of the division? Can they hang with the Yankees? Can they be one of those top teams um, and kind of compete there at the top? So that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, absolutely, fellas. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, April is really turning – it's going to be a big month for a lot of these teams, especially like these series coming up here this upcoming week uh, are going to be massive for the upcoming year because then you start to roll into potentially the injury plague part of the year, um, also to the dog days of summer, as they call it. 
um, rolling into those potential matchups that are going to be critical, of course, in August and September. Uh, we're really excited. So, fellas, that's all we got for this episode. Um, to everyone listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, fellas, anything else before we sign off here? Yeah, I got one thing to add. Um, I know we didn't do a who's hot, who's not like uh, section yeah. this episode, but I want to add one in. Who's hot? Tilu's hat. I know you guys can't see it, but Tilu's hat is fire today. He's got like a golf cart guy riding a golf cart. It's a fire hat, Tilu. Solid lid. Thank you, buddy. It's at every single PGA golf superstore across America. So if you want it, folks, $39.99 plus tax over there, whatever you need. Christian, anything from you besides my hat? No, the hat is fantastic. It makes this whole episode. Thankful, thankful, thankful. Um, honestly, too, it's funny because what I thought about doing was just getting a big fly pod logo hat, like implemented on the golfer. Um, so we'll see if we can do that. I might get, you know, copyright, you know, issues with TaylorMade or yeah. Taylor, uh, oh no, Travis Matthew, not a big deal. Um, so yeah, that's, what's going on. Um, thank you. Thank you, Kyle. I appreciate it. Well, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you uh, next week.